spreading veganism on a whole nother level. And audio level. <laughs> Check your vegan audio levels. Check your levels, man. Hey, is that my water? Yours drinking all the water. I'm thirsty. Slow down, you damn vegans. Welcome to the Damn Vegans Podcast. Beat the overwhelm by cooking smarter, not harder, in 2016. Get support right here from us at veganmario.com. Buy Mario's signature gluten-free sourdough at veganmario.com. Take this as a sign from the universe. Your belly is hungry for gluten-free vegan food. Make it yourself, or buy it from Mario. And now your hosts, Amanda Congdon and Vegan Mario. Mario the Brandy. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm Amanda Congdon, and that was Vegan Mario. And we're here tonight for episode number 007. That's right, folks. Damn vegans. Episode 007. 007, baby. Farmer's market tips. So just get those percolating. I'm ready. So a lot's been going on this week at Vegan Mario's. That's right. We had our biggest week ever at the farmer's market. We made about 70 breads, all different shapes and sizes. Luckily, my mom was here to help. Shout out to Gina. You've been liking those pizza parties. Yeah, pizza parties are fun. I like to go and make a bunch of pizzas. Bada boom, pizza. The pizzas come especially good if the dough is rising and it doesn't ever really go into the refrigerator. They get really puffy and nice. When you're making pizza from scratch and you're not warming it up or defrosting the crust, it's a next level experience. Because most gluten-free pizza is defrosted, no? I think it depends where you go. I think there are a lot of places that make their own crust. It could be good or bad. Depends. <laughs> I've never had a good one. Besides yours. I think there are some good ones. There's gotta be. They just are few and far between. Well, pizza is in my blood. It hangs out there? Something about bread. Well... My mom's family, they were all bakers in Italy. It's like in my DNA. They like bread. My dad loves pizza. Right. When I was younger, there was this show, Zorro, and Zorro would go around putting Z's all over the place. Like he'd be like, whoosh, 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 and there would be a Z on the wall wherever Zorro was. Well, my dad was similar, except he would write pizza everywhere. Like, you'd go around in the restaurant and you'd find, like, pizza written on a pizza box. Or you'd find pizza written on the wall. Pizza's in his blood. And bread is in my mom's blood. So I have double bread blood. Got expanded to bagels, man. Hint, hint. I'm working furiously on the cool-down cleanse. Furiously cooling. Furiously chilling out. I want to get it ready for spring. And I want to set up the Facebook group, either a closed or a secret Facebook group. Just a lot of ideas swirling. And then you've been going to L.A. to do some business there. Yeah. Bread. 
bread and more bread. Bringing bread to bringing bread to the Los Angelinos. That's right. I hear they like gluten-free stuff there. More and more people finding out they do better without it. When I'm in the shop, people tell me all the different reasons why they've gone gluten-free. I've heard things from leaky gut and like digestive stomach issues to like inflammation in their joints or even Alzheimer's. Gluten may be a part of that. It fuses both hemispheres of the brain and creates a short circuit. So yeah, I think more people are figuring out that they could probably benefit from not eating gluten. But everybody likes bread. Well, I always like the crowded out mentality. If you're eating good things, if you're adding new good things to your diet, then you're going to crowd out the bad things and also crowd out the cravings for the bad things. Your gluten-free bread, well, it's unbelievable. (laughs) Like the label says. I just finished designing the new label for the bread. Mario does all of his own graphic work. Side note. Side note. And architectural drawings. That's right. Let's move on. All right, let's move it. We're in the void. Welcome. As spring approaches, one of the ways I plan to welcome the new season this year is to go on the very same cleanse that I took in 2011 to completely eradicate my inflammatory heart condition and get in the best shape of my life as a ridiculously amazing bonus. Two kids later... I'm ready to go full throttle again and lose those last eight pounds. I just jumped on the scale to verify. One of the biggest stumbling blocks with any cleanse is preparing adequately for it, both mentally and emotionally. The thing about this cleanse that makes it different from others is first, this cleanse is a gift. It's our gift to you. We are not asking you to buy any of our juice, milk, or other products. Mario and I are in total giving back mode here. Second, you won't go hungry. Day three can be a bit tough, but it's totally optional. Another practical matter to tackle before the cleanse is obtaining enough produce. Produce that you are genuinely excited to eat is always best. That's why I like to say, instead of buying a cleanse package somewhere, go out and buy the best fruits and veggies you can find. We're aiming for a late March start date for the cleanse, and we'll have a Facebook support group set up and a free mini ebook available there with all the cleanse details. Do the cool-down cleanse at home yourself. Alternatively, bring a bunch of bananas along with you wherever you go. I seriously do this. Whatever works. Dates are always a safe bet while traveling. I like to balance my dates with Persian cucumbers, which are small and on-the-go friendly. They're readily available at Trader Joe's if you can't find them at the farmer's market near you. But how to get the best produce? Without further ado, the plant-based meat of today's broadcast. Vegan Mario's five pro tips for the farmer's market. Number one, go early or go late. If you want the best selection, go early before the market is even officially open and no one has touched any of the produce besides the farmer's. While the farmers are setting up, you can eye their goods. To get the best deals, and you may want to go this route if you're shopping for large quantities of fruits and vegetables for a cleanse, go at the end. This only works if you aren't picky about what produce you're getting. Ask if there's an end-of-market discount. Number two, offer to pick up at the farm instead. If you have a favorite vendor at the farmer's market, 
ask if it would be better for them to have you pick up or even harvest your own produce from their farm for a reduced rate. Sometimes you can get your produce for cheaper if the farmer doesn't have to physically pack up your items and take them to market. Number three, become a regular. If you shop often with the same farmer, you'll likely be rewarded for it. Most of the farmers we shop with give us tons of freebies and extra of everything. Tell the farmer about your diet and that you're open to any fruits or veggies at a good price, and then give them your contact info. Number four, appreciate your farmer's hard work. Farming is an art. Tell your farmer how much you appreciate what she's doing and that her produce looks beautiful. Gratitude goes a long way. You might get deals, freebies, or access to the super premium goodies that the farmers always keep tucked away for their best customers. Number five, invest in wheels. If you're buying in volume, you might want to acquire a wagon or wheeled cart. This will allow you to do your entire fruit and veggie haul in one fell swoop. I've seen parents use strollers for gathering produce. That certainly works too. You could always wear your baby while you're strolling your veggies. Grocery store tip? If you're buying large quantities of fruit at grocery stores, do it by the case. At minimum, you should be able to get a 10% discount and sometimes you can negotiate for deeper price cuts. We like to buy spotted bananas, which are at their perfect ripeness that day at grocery stores. Store managers will usually give you a great deal when you point out the bananas are about to go bad. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, meaning they're perfect. <laughs> if discounts aren't advertised at your local grocer, just ask. One last note, if you just need an extra push, maybe it's time to finally plant that fruit and vegetable garden. Yes, grow your own if you don't already. It goes without saying that having your own garden is the simplest way to get the best fruit and veggies for the smallest monetary investment. Although organic gardening takes time, so does grocery shopping. And it's so much more convenient to just walk out to your garden to get what you need. As always, to your health, Mario and Amanda. I have another farmer's market tip. All right, number six. A lot of farmers will have a second spin which is like partially bruised stuff. The apple place will always have a bruised one. The tomatoes, there'll usually be a box of bruised ones. Peaches when the season yeah, yeah. comes. Those will always be way cheaper. And those aren't always even on the counter. Those could be like in the back, in a box in the truck, oh, do you have or any under the table. That's why Mario will ask, do you have any seconds? Especially for tomato stuff you're going to use right away, like an apple pie or tomato sauce. Anything you're gonna use right away, super deal. Usually it's like a dollar a pound or something ridiculous. Great tip, thank you for that. Pro farmer's market goer. Go late if it's berry season. When it's peak berry season, there's tons of berries and sometimes they don't sell. And so at the end of a farmer's market, there's a lot of berries and they don't always have a place to go. And it'll be like hot outside. And you can go scoop up $200 worth of berries for like 20 bucks. This I want I want you to extrapolate on. During berry season, there's like a peak time when there's a lot of berries. And is that for about a month or a few weeks? Yeah, maybe like three or four weeks. Okay. The berries go bad quickly because they've been sitting out in the sun. So if they don't have a place to take them to, which sometimes they don't, 
sometimes they do they take them to like a place to make jam but if they don't you can get a lot of berries like two hundred dollars worth of berries for a very very small amount of money if not even free free we got like hundreds of dollars worth of berries for free because you were already a regular customer and the berries were going to go bad yeah during that part of the year i'm eating like a couple pounds of berries every day you can take them home throw them in the freezer have frozen strawberries for the whole year you just have to be ready to process them the day of the market yeah you need to just go through and take out all the ones that are rotting and cut off all the little pieces throw them in a nice ziploc and get them in the freezer or even better a glass Tupperware. The plastic's better. If stuff gets stuck together, you can just slam it down and it'll all break apart, but can't really slam a glass container down. Well, can't you just put some hot water on it? No, because if you put hot water on a cold, ice-cold glass, it'll crack. So you have to let it thaw naturally. Yeah, so it's slower. But less toxic to use glass. Yeah, if you can plan ahead enough. Either way, you're saving fruit eating good stuff but if you can save it in glass it's another level of health mindedness the same holds true for any fruit when it's the peak of peach season you can get a lot of peaches that are really ripe even cherimoya high five all right peace out Come on in Friday and Saturday and allow Mario to exceed your expectations. 625 North Ventura Avenue in California's spectacular Ojai Valley. See you next time, you damn vegans.